My beloved, this is Daniel White the third, the son of Daniel White Jr., who is now in heaven, president of Gospel Light Society International, with the White House daily reading of the Chronological Bible, episode number 594. where I simply read the Holy Bible in the King James Version each day in chronological order. This unique viewpoint allows us to read the entire Bible as a single true nonfiction story and to see the unfolding of God's plan in history, in the present, and in the future. It is the Word of God. Today, my beloved, we're reading Proverbs chapter 12, verses 1 through 10. Shall we all pray together? Don't listen to me pray. I don't, I don't play that. I don't pray that. I'm not the kind of preacher who is praying to impress you. I, I can care less about that. So you don't need to be listening to me pray. Oh, he prays so beautifully. If you ever say that about me, just go ahead and kill me. Because that's not what it's about. I'm talking to God. I don't know what you're doing. My advice to you is to talk to God yourself. You know why some people are afraid to pray? Some men, as I preached last night, are afraid to pray, including pastors. Because you invite spiritual warfare upon you and upon your family. The devil, as I said last night, he might be on the couch smoking a hell cigarette. But as soon as you start praying, he's coming after you. See, that's why some of you, which some of you don't know, that's why things get worse oftentimes when you start praying and praying with your family and praying with a prayer partner and stuff like that. Things get worse before they get better. Why? Because the devil wants to discourage you. He wants to stop you from praying. I told you several weeks ago, one day I'm going to sing it myself. You need to listen to the old hymn and song, A Little Talk with Jesus, will make it right. It sounds cute, but it's a serious message behind that song. Listen to me well, okay? (laughs) Hear me well on that. It's a strong, powerful message behind that little song because it doesn't take much. Some of you are old enough to remember the commercial uh, some kind of cream that people put in their hair a little dab of do you huh huh I said a little dab will do you okay you don't have to pray like me everybody has their prayer that God wants them to pray God gives you a prayer based upon the stages in your life that you need to cover those bases And when you get distracted, you go back to where you can remember, where you had sense of what you were saying. (laughs) You don't keep going. That lets us know that you're a lost hypocrite. If you just keep on going, you're just saying that stuff. And your mind is not even with what your mouth is saying. You're not praying. You're playing. Even if you're praying publicly, you, you lose your chain of thought. You go back. Don't keep on with your little prefab prayer. Mm-mm. Just tell the truth and shame the devil. Why? Because the devil is going to constantly try to knock you off of your prayer, man. Woman. And, and, and you husbands, I have said it for years. I've said it for over 20 years. 
You're committing a crime against heaven if you don't pray with your wife and children before you leave home. The devil is a lie. You, you, you're, not, you're, not, you're not doing your job. Oh, I'm going to go work for them so they can have some clothes to wear and a place to stay. That's fine and dandy. But if you don't pray for them, son, huh, and you don't pray with them, and then get in the car and pray for them some more, on your way to work, it's not happening. It's not going to work. It's all going to come tumbling down. So you pray. Don't listen to me pray. Don't worry about how long I'm praying. I'm going to pray how God leads me. And I'm going to say what God puts in my heart to say. And it's not the same every day. Certain parts are the same and that's alright. What God hates is you repeating yourself in one prayer. All prayer warriors know. As they pray without ceasing, they can say the same thing they said an hour ago. If the prayer has not been answered. You keep on praying. The old saints used to call it praying through. And what happens when you pray through, you may have to pray 22 days about something. Huh? And then God will give you a peace and a joy in your heart about the situation. And the next day or two, that's going to be resolved, if not the same day. Okay, so you just pray. Shut up and pray. Stop talking so much and pray. And if you lead, husbands, if you lead your wife in prayer, hopefully she'll pray more. But that's not her natural bent. That's not the... You are not to put that uh, burden on her alone because she's not going to be able to handle that. The Bible says she is the weaker vessel. And I, I will, I will, uh, listen, I will challenge any man. And I'll tell any man the most difficult thing you will ever do in your life is not fighting a war. Not getting into a gun battle as a police officer. The, mo the greatest fight you'll ever have in your life. Your greatest battle will be prayer. See, that's why you don't want to do it. Because you hate the spiritual warfare. You hate God reminding you of some sins that you need to confess and repent of. And 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 when God tells you to do something, you don't want that. You don't want to see. You want to pray and not hear from God. That that that's not going to work. That's not happening. <laughs> no sir, no ma'am. That's not happening. See, that's what you want to do. You want to pray your will. And you don't want to hear what God has to say back to you. Because as soon as you start praying to God, if you're saved, God's going to start speaking to your heart, and He's going to start telling you what you need to do. And if you want this prayer answer, you do. You know, you need to confess your sins here, there, and everywhere. Okay, see? And, and then, then add on the spiritual warfare and all of that. Uh, you want to be a brave man? You want to be a courageous man? It doesn't, that, that does not mean submitting to your wife and being a little soft, little pansy and letting her rule and reign and control over you and the family. Man, that, that, that's the evangelical, sweet evangelical foolishness that has messed us up to this day. <clears throat> and I say to all men, your first thought is probably the right thought, even if your wife says uh, differently. You understand me? God is speaking to you. The sweet evangelicals and sweet charismatics told you that God will speak through your wife. Excuse me. Excuse me. Why would God do that? When you're the head. They, they, these false prophets and false pastors taught you that. And taught your wife that. To, so she can look at you in the church pew and say, see, uh-huh. The pastor told me God going to speak through me to you. 
That's how I'm going to help you. No, baby. No. That's a lot of hell. That's why the church is messed up. And you believe that foolishness, hook, line, and sinker. And by the way, let me say it again. I want Dr. T.D. Jakes, Devon Franklin, or somebody to get in touch with Denzel Washington to do a soliloquy. I think that's what they call it. That's what my wife told me it was. Soliloquy, soliloquy, or something like that. Movie, about 30 minutes, maybe 40. Short film. Denzel Washington as Judas. No, no. Den I'm sorry. Denzel Washington as Pilate. Let another devil do Judas. <laughs> Somebody who's lost. <laughs> yeah, let, <laughs> let another devil do Judas. Mm -hmm. Somebody who's lost, you know. Not Denzel Washington. If you can't get Denzel Washington, get Chris Pratt. He's the real deal too. And he's a both of these guys are Christians. And the title of the movie is Pilot Believed. Okay. Will Smith, I don't want him to do it because he may fool around and slap somebody. So we don't want him to do it. But he can help facilitate this. Tyler Perry, if you can get in there and, and get Denzel to do this, for the Lord. Because what Pilate said in front of Jesus and to the Jews is out of this world. I would not be surprised I would not be surprised. I would not be surprised if Pilate is in heaven and his wife too. That's what made me think about this. But anyway, because that's what some sweet evangelicals use. Uh, they use Pilate's wife to tell you that your wife was going to hear from God for you. And you do what your wife tells you to do. I say, no, sir, don't you do that. You do what God tells you to do. And your wife is, half the time, your wife is not going to like what God tells you to do. Half the time, if not more. Okay, so, uh, and it's a test, and you need to pass it. And that test is, are you going to hearken to me, who made you, and made your wife, and made your children? And gave them to you? Or are you going to hearken to the voice of your wife? I don't care if you like it or not. You're going to have to deal with that for the rest of your life. It's a test. And you better pass it. And it's hard. It's a hard test. Because there's nothing on earth like a beautiful woman. And there's nothing on earth like what a woman can do for you. That's why most men fail the test. And they forsake God and make their wife their God. Okay, so lead your wife in prayer and get the discernment from God and leadership from God and hear from God for yourself, sir. <clears throat> and by the way, I said this last night, the reason why we have the demonic chaos in our public school system in our country and these mass killings, almost 365, and we have all we have is 365 days in the year. This is going to probably double if pastors, not not police officers, huh? No, 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 not not police officers. Pastors. The problem is not with the police officers. 
what you saw down in Evalde is not the result of the police officers failing. The pastors of the churches, the fat cats sitting on their behinds on a golf court, uh, cart, on a golf course somewhere, instead of praying without ceasing, they're playing without ceasing and doing un other ungodly things. The devil is a lie. No, no, no. Don't blame the police officers. Don't blame the teachers. No, no. The blame is on us. People who are supposed to be Christians and followers of Christ. And praying without ceasing. Huh? Don't blame them. And I have many pastors listening to me right now. In fact, this is their devotional. <laughs> Don't you get mad at me. You know that's the truth. This is all the devotional you do. And thank God a few of you, some of you young preachers, you're, having, you're trying to have devotion with your family, but you listen to me first and then you go and do it. That's all right. That's what this is for. But pastor, if you're not praying, you're playing. And you are straying, and your people are straying, if you're not praying. That's Leonard Ravenhill, by the way. And all Christians everywhere, if you're not praying without ceasing, you're playing. You're not, you're not really doing the real, true Christian life. And that's why we have the mess we have. Listen, we don't need to be living in a society where a devil, see, goes into a school and shoots up beautiful, angelic, smiling, loving children. Uh, God didn't lose anything. You lost something. God gained some beautiful children. They are. They playing in heaven. They don't want to. They don't even want to come back. You need to stop playing and you need to stop praying. Not, not, don't blame the parents. Blame the preachers and the people in the pew who are supposed to be Christians. Praying without ceasing. Jesus Christ gave a parable to this end who started up. He started it all off in the New Testament. About praying without ceasing. They all followed him. He gave a parable to this end. One of the most profound parables in the Bible. That men ought always to pray and not to faint. Right off the bat, he gives you the precept. And then he gives you the example. Okay. Don't complain. Pray. Don't get mad. Pray. See, see, this this is what we like to do, even in the church, get all riled up against somebody, against the police officers, against this person and that person. No, no, you, you go down, go somewhere and kneel down and pray. And stay there, pastor. You don't need to lead a protest. You need to lead in prayer. I'll write that down, that's just one of my quotable quotes. Write that down. You don't need to lead a protest. You need to lead in prayer. That's what you need to do. Okay, because we're in trouble. And this is going to happen over and over again if so-called pastors don't get together and start praying around the clock for their city and for this country and for others around the world. Oh, you want America to lead the way again? Okay, stop praying. Get back to God. Humble yourself. Pray. Seek God's face. Turn from your wicked ways. Shall we pray? Holy Father God in heaven, 
I pray in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ, Hollywood be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. And Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you for your love, your grace, and your mercy. I praise you, Lord, and I thank you for your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, who sits at your right hand, your Holy Spirit, and your Holy Word. And for all of the millions and many and manifold blessings that you have bestowed upon us down through the years. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I praise you and I thank you also for salvation and spiritual family and life, financial and material, protection and provision, mental and physical blessings that you have bestowed upon us. Down through the years, I cannot thank you enough, and I thank you so much for a magnificent and blessed journey. Thank you for the privilege, Lord, to raise my children by your grace, by myself. And uh, I do uh, praise you and thank you for uh, the uh, privilege to see them grow up and to do so well. And I do pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ Uh, that uh, you will indeed uh, have mercy and grace, Lord, upon each and every one of us who name the name of Christ and who are truly saved. For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive us of our wicked and evil and ungodly sins and ways. Uh, in our family and in other Christian families, so-called other families that name the name of Christ. And for Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive us of our sins as we from our hearts, for those of us who are saved, forgive those who have sinned against us. Wash and cleanse our hearts, our minds, souls, spirits, and consciences in the precious blood of Christ. <clears throat> Make us, Lord, to be whiter than snow on the inside. And Lord, I do pray that you would deliver each and every one of us who are already born again and saved from temptation, evil, and sin. Grant us your grace and the power of your Holy Spirit to love right, to live right, to think right, and to do right, and to act right, and to do that which is pleasing in your sight. And Holy Father God, I pray that you not only give me and everyone who saved the energy and the strength, the unction and the anointing, the freedom and the liberty to pray now, but to pray without ceasing throughout this day. To pray always, to continue instant in prayer, to watch and pray that we enter not into temptation, for the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. And that's precisely why, Lord, we need to have a little talk with you throughout the day. And you will lead us and guide us and direct us. For Lord, it has been my experience, as soon as I start praying, you start speaking to me. And I love it and I thank you for it. As you've done it now for, in my life for over 42 years. And I pray for others, Lord, to have the courage 
to pray to you. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Help, I do pray that you'll grant us your grace, your strength, and the power of your Holy Spirit to love right, to live right, to think right, to do right, to act right, and to do that which is pleasing in your sight. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory. And Lord, I pray for all uh, people who name the name of Christ. Help us all to humble ourselves, to pray, and to seek your face, and to turn from our wicked ways, and to repent of all of our sins, and get back to you, our first love. And Holy Father God, I pray for the salvation of the religious and lost. And Lord, you have led me to start praying this way because you have shown me that there are many people as uh, one of the presidential candidates for the Southern Baptist Convention said, and I agree, there are many people in the church, in Bible-believing churches, who are religious and who are lost and they think they're saved and going to heaven and they're not, they're going to hell. And Lord, uh, I should know this because I was religious but lost made to be religious but lost in church every Sunday participating in church services and lost it on my way to hell thank you for somehow showing me that I was lost and delivering me from that religious foolishness and so Holy Father God I pray that you would deliver millions more from religious foolishness religiosity and thinking that because they go to church, because they participate in church, because they got baptized, because they were confirmed, because they uh, were Christian, because they gave a certain amount of money to the church that they're saved. Because they walked down an aisle and sat in a chair when the preacher said the doors of the church are open when in reality, Lord, you opened the church doors and they have been permanently open since you died for our sins was buried and rose on the third day. So that people can get saved at any time, anywhere, and not necessarily in a church building. So Holy Father God, thank you for showing me a long time ago, a long time ago, that my wife, who claimed to have been saved, I would have never married her if she, uh, if I knew she was not saved. But being a big-hearted evangelist, uh, once people tell me they believed in you and they got saved, I believe it. Because I do know how simple it is to get saved. Uh, but I found out quickly that my wife was not saved, and I've been praying for her salvation and even tried to lead her to you right after our first child, Danielle, uh, Daniela was born. And uh, Danny was born. Uh, and I remember that <coughs> very well. And she didn't want to. In her pride, she wanted to hold on to what she did down in Jamaica Lawn. And so I pray that you would open her blinded eyes and stop her deaf ears after years of praying for her privately. Thank you for the liberty to pray for her uh, openly in light of the things that she has admitted and confessed herself publicly uh, for the whole world to read. That is the reason why she has not been the good as she has confessed, the good woman, the good wife, and good mother she should have been. That is the reason why she refused to tell her children, I love you. She refused to hug her children because she's not saved. No saved woman would do that. And so, Holy Father God, I pray <coughs> that you would open her blinded eyes, help her to humble herself down, lay aside her pride, Stop holding on to something that did not happen and embrace you, believe in you, and devote her life to you the rest of the way 
being born again, for she will find the Christian life, yes, still difficult, but easier when uh, she has your presence in her, the power of your Holy Spirit. For even to this day, she acts one way around other people, but behind the scene, scenes, she acts a different way. Uh, I thank you for the fact that she's here helping in the ministry as she has done down through the years. Uh, but uh, she changes when the services, before the services start and afterwards. This is just the reality. And I know that there are many other people in families and in churches who do the same thing. Uh, And so I am not only praying for my wife, I'm praying for the thousands and millions who are religious but lost, who are hypocrites, phonies, and fakes. They act like the Adams family at home and in the car on the way to church, and then act like the Brady Bunch at church. Uh, So Lord, thank you for pulling back the covers on this satanic and demonic foolishness for people are going to hell wholesale from the pews and I don't want to see that happen to my wife or anybody else and I pray for not only my wife but for her mother uh, her moth and her aunts uh, who I believe are religious and lost as well my mother and my two sisters who I believe are religious but lost and Lord I pray for all of my children who are now being influenced by them and uh, I do pray that you would help them to remember your word that was taught to them by me by your grace that they would not uh, uh, get their manners corrupt by evil communications because they never had a mother And now they're seeking a mother through their grandmothers and aunts and some womanly love and fellowship. Uh, But I pray that you'll help them to stand on their own two feet and uh, follow you and be an influence for good instead of being influenced by evil and for evil. I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you would cast the devil and the demons of hell and the satanic, demonic spirit of Judas, Jezebel, Sanballat, and Tobias uh, out of the hearts and lives of uh, my wife, Marika White, and others in our family and drive the demons of hell out of them, rebuke and bind the devil, his demons and his hosts, from them. Save their souls and help them to be a godly, biblical faithful, virtuous people, and to do your will, and uh, to not do things that will end up destroying their lives. I pray this same prayer for thousands and millions of families across this country and around the globe, and churches. Uh, For Lord, uh, we must know now, and we must agree, that we have been wrong in the church for many years as we are facing uh, unprecedented chastisement and rebuke uh, in our modern times because of our evil. You have been very gracious to us, very good to us, very loving to us, very merciful to us, and long-suffering. But Lord, at the same time, I thank you for bringing down your chastisement and rebuke upon us and so many thousands and millions have died in the church because they never thought that you would hold them accountable for taking communion unworthily. And uh, I thank you for leading me to predict it for over 10 years, over 12 years now. And now as we're into our third year and things are ramping up and getting worse. Uh, And Lord, I pray that you would continue to apply the chastisement, the rebuke, the judgment, and the pressure. Do whatever you see fit to help us in your church to humble ourselves, pray, seek your face, and turn from our wicked ways 
and reveal the hypocrites, the tares, the tares, and the phonies in the church. And, uh, and you have revealed, Lord, as you led me to predict before the plague even happened, over 50% of the pastors were nothing but charlatans and hirelings, for they have all quit. And Lord, I say with Kenny Rogers, you picked a fine time to leave me, Lucille. Uh, the time for a preacher to quit is not in the midst of a situation like this. But over 50% and more have quit and want to quit. And no God-called preacher would ever quit on you. Holy Father God, nor you, Jesus Christ, our Savior. We all know that. So, Holy Father God, we pray for the salvation of the lost, the irreligious, and the religious, the revival of the saved, the healing of the sick, the comfort of the grieving and the mourning. And, Holy Father God, we pray that you would draw them to yourself for salvation. And Holy Father God, we pray that you'll grant me your energy, your strength, your unction, and your anointing, and the power of your Holy Spirit to preach your Holy Gospel this morning. And then, Lord, grant me your strength and healing regarding this tooth issue uh, so that I can preach tonight as well. And so, Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, lead us, guide us, and direct us throughout this morning, afternoon, and evening. Order our steps and direct our ways. I thank you, Lord, for the help of all of my children in the ministry down through the years, and uh, particularly my youngest three today. And uh, thank you so much for my older children uh, supporting in other ways, uh, in a big time way, especially throughout the plague, uh, financially in the multiplied thousands of dollars to help in the ministry that they grew up in. Uh, so Lord, I thank you so much for that. And so Holy Father God, I give you the glory, the praise, and the honor for that. Bless their lives for that if they stay in the straight and narrow way. And so, Holy Father God, we also pray for all other uh, people who name the name of Christ to uh, have their children to do the same. And so, Holy Father God, we pray that you would lift for those of us who are saved our burdens cares, worries, and anxieties, troubles, problems, and fears from our hearts, our minds, our souls, our spirits. We cast all care, Lord, upon you, for Lord, we know that you care for us. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ uh, that, uh, Lord, you would help us to truly as your children confess our sins, repent of our sins, turn from our sins, and do right by you, and stay on the straight and narrow, narrow way and be obedient to you. And Holy Father God, I pray uh, that you would deliver us by your grace and your strength from all distresses and afflictions, cares and worries and anxieties and troubles and problems and fears, and deliver us from all tribulations and troubles and trials and temptations and tests and tensions as you see fit. At the same time, Lord, we thank you for these things, for you always get good out of them for our good, for all things work together for our good. And uh, I give you the glory, praise, and honor for that. And Holy Father God, I also pray for all of your people that you deliver us from all spiritual, mental, physical, emotional, family, financial, uh, student loan, debt, student progress, problems. And then, Lord, for the whole world, we pray 
that you'll protect in while you are dealing with us. And I thank you for that. Protect people, Lord, as you have done from a housing crisis, food crisis, medical crisis, utility crisis, because everything has gone up like never before in the history of this country. And it's, it's going up out of control. People are... Uh, people will start losing their houses and cars and uh, rents are going up high. Uh, many people are pulling out of buying houses now because they did not realize that while the play was going on, the government and the banks were pretty much giving loans away and giving houses away and, and uh, trying to get people to keep the economy going. Uh, credit meant nothing. In fact, you could boost your own credit, which we have never uh, seen before. Uh, that's not the case now because it was done to bamboozle people, to fool people, and to put people into debt that's going to get higher and higher as time goes on. So, Lord, I pray that, I pray for all people who have been tricked into this, that they will get out of it now, sell the houses, sell the cars, give it back, and get into something that they can buy, that they can call their own, that nobody can take away from them. And so, Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, at the same time, help people get jobs at home whether they want to or not, because in most cases they will get sick and many of them will die. And so, Holy Father God, we pray uh, that you would protect my family and all other families that name the name of Christ and all other people. Protect us, Lord, from ourselves, our flesh and the devil and from the demons of hell and from evil people in the family, evil people in the church, and evil people in the world. <clears throat> Place upon us today the whole arm of God. Surround us with the band of your holy angels and a wall of your holy fire. Cover us and cleanse us through the blood of Christ and make us, Lord, to be whiter than snow. And Lord, prepare us to fly away either through death or through the rapture. Let your will be done and not ours. Glorify your holy name, lift up your holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. For we pray it in his name. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, wild men and women, I have the high honor and the distinct privilege and the great pleasure to read, Thus saith the Lord, the Word of God, the Holy Bible, in your hearing. You say, Preacher, don't you know that? Just reading the Bible with no comment or would be boring to us and uh, not entertaining to us. And don't you know that according to certain polls, many people do not believe the Bible is true? Yes, I know all of that. And the devil is a lie. Let God be true and every man a liar. Every last one of you. Those of you who are saying that, every last one of you are a liar. If I have to stand by myself on the word of God, I'll do that. You will never convince me that the Bible is not the word of God and that is not true. And it is not boring. Far from it. That's why I say what I say to you every day. I have the honor 
the distinct privilege and the great pleasure in reading the Word of God to you. And I mean that. I said it a long time ago and I meant it then and I mean it now. I wouldn't do this if God had not told me to do it and if I did not believe that. I believe that you can cut the Bible anywhere and read it and get a blessing. If you're saved, you can see the Word of God on a church billboard and it will do something in your soul. Just a verse. I mean your spirit. That's how powerful, how cutting the Word of God is. Proverbs. So I stand on the Word of God. I stand on the promises. While some of you just stand on the premises. <laughs> With your crazy talk. Proverbs 12, 1 through 10. Whoso loveth instruction, loveth knowledge. But he that hateth reproof is brutish. A good man obtaineth favor of the Lord, but a man of wicked devices will he condemn. A man shall not be established by wickedness, but the root of the righteous shall not be moved. A virtuous woman is a crown to her husband, but she that maketh a shame is as rottenness in his bones. The thoughts of the righteous are right. My, my wife is here, Marika White, uh, helping me with the uh, things that I have to read, the script, if you will. And whenever there's a verse that brings conviction upon her, she, she messes that verse up. She tries to go by it real fast. Go back to that verse uh, regarding the wife, the woman. Verse 4, a virtuous woman is a crown to her husband, but she that maketh ashamed is as rottenness in his bones. The second half of that verse, last time she ran through it real fast, so as she didn't think I would read it, but I can remember it. I remembered it. And some of you right now, you don't like that, do you? But I, uh, it's the truth. And you need to hear it too, if you don't like it. Including you, you weak, effeminate husbands. You make me so sick with that foolishness. You, you, you take up the side of the uh, woman every time against men. Because you're trying so hard to be accepted by her. And she's not even going to want you if you keep on doing that, sir. She married a man and she wants you to remain a man no matter what she does. Well, I just don't, I just don't like, I don't, I just don't like for her to act all crazy. And then, you know, trying to hinder me and this, that, and the other. And won't let me have sex with her. Sir, you need to be what God made you to be, regardless of what. She is. As I've said before, here's the uh, boardwalk, that, that wooden part at some beaches and lakes, and it stays the same. The man needs to stay the same. She may change like the waves of the sea, but she got to hit up against that boardwalk, or that whatever you call that, that shore, okay? Your wife wants you to be the same. She does not want you, contrary to what you think, to lose your joy and your cheerfulness and your ability to laugh and make her laugh. See? You know why the church loves Jesus? He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. You can't, you can't be like all like this right here with her. Don't get mad at me. She's... That, 
women don't respond to this well. They may be this way. You can't be this way. You got to be this way. Say it out. The same. Yesterday, today, and forever. Okay? So stop trying to appease her, sir. Stop agreeing with her when you know she's wrong. Anyway. The thoughts of the righteous are right. But the counsels of the wicked are deceit. The words of the wicked are to lie in wait for blood, but the mouth of the upright shall deliver them. The wicked are overthrown and are not, but the house of the righteous shall stand. A man shall be commended according to his wisdom, but he that is of a perverse heart shall be despised. He that is despised and hath a servant is better than he that honoreth himself and lacketh bread. A righteous man regardeth the life of his beast, but the tender mercies of the wicked are cruel. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, we pray in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I praise you and I thank you for your holy word. Lord, help us by the power of your Holy Spirit, by the power of the unction of your Holy Spirit to understand your holy word, to uh, comprehend your holy word, to obey your holy word, and to live out your holy word, to apply it to our lives, to share it with others. And to be, uh, rather, and to preach your holy word and to preach your holy gospel so that others may come to know your Savior. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and forsake. Amen. Now, beloved, when I was a teenager, I wanted to get wisdom and knowledge. So I set out uh, to read the big family Bible that was kept in the living room and that many families had in those days. We don't see them much today, but these are huge Bibles. But I couldn't get past Genesis chapter 2 before I got bored with reading the Bible I just could not understand it. I found out later in life that you have to believe on Christ and get saved before you can understand the Holy Word of God, the Bible. So, so here is how I became a Christian, and here is how you can too. First, dear friend, accept the fact that you are a sinner and that you have broken God's law, the God who created the heaven and the earth. The Bible says in Romans 3.23, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, accept the fact, dear friend, that there is a penalty, there is a punishment for sin. The Bible states in Romans 6.23, For the wages of sin is death. We die because of our sin. Our bodies go to a grave. Our soul goes to hell because of our sin if we don't trust in Christ Jesus as our Savior. And that leads me to my third point. Thirdly, accept the fact that you are on the road to hell. Jesus Christ said in Matthew, 10, uh, Matthew 18, 8, 
Jesus Christ said in Matthew chapter 18, verse 8, in the Holy Word of God, Wherefore, if thy hand or thy foot offend thee, cut them off and cast them from thee. It is better for thee to enter into life halt or maimed rather than having two hands or two feet to be cast into everlasting fire. Also, the Holy Bible states in Revelation 21.8, But the fearful and unbelieving and the abominable and murderers and whoremongers, and sorcerers, and idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. <clears throat> now hell in the lake of fire, dear friends, is bad news. Uh, but I have some good news for you. Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God, who took away the sins of the world, said in John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Just believe in your heart on the Lord Jesus Christ, that he died for your sins, was buried and rose from the dead by the power of God for you, so that you can live forever with him. Pray and ask him to come into your heart today to save your soul and to change your life so that you can understand the Bible better and learn it and do it and be blessed by it. And Jesus will save you today. Romans 10, 9 and 13 says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou, you, shalt be saved. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Saved from what? Saved from hell. Saved to what? Saved to heaven. So, dear friend, if you are willing to believe on the Lord Jesus Christ in your heart, believing in your heart that he is the Lamb of God who took away the sins of the world and that he died for your sins, was buried and rose from the dead, please pray with me this simple prayer and mean it from your heart, believing in your heart on the Lord Jesus Christ, that he died for your sins, was buried and rose on the third day early one Sunday morning. Repeat after me the sinner's prayer, phrase by phrase, and mean it from your heart. Holy Father God, I realize that I am a sinner and that I have done some bad things in my life. I am sorry for my sins, and today... I choose to turn from my sins with your help. For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive me of my sins. I believe with all of my heart that Jesus Christ died for me, was buried, and rose on the third day. I trust Jesus Christ as my Savior, and by your grace I will follow him as Lord from this day forward. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart and save my soul and change my life today. Amen. Now, dear friend, if you believed in your heart on the Lord Jesus Christ, that he died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose again, allow me to say congratulations on doing the most important thing in life, and that is trusting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. For more information to help you grow in your newfound faith in Christ, please go to gospellightsociety.com and read my pamphlet, What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. Jesus Christ said in John 10:9, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved 
and shall go in and out and find pasture. Dear friend, if you trusted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior today, please email me at dw3 at gospellightsociety.com and let us know. We have some free material that we want to send you. If you have a prayer request, please email that to us as well, and we will pray for you until you tell us to stop. Dear friend, God loves you, we love you, and may God bless you real good is my prayer.